My name is Kayla Walker. Dari Desai. And I'm Chenlu Chungawa. And we're three freshmen here at UNC Charlotte, live from Levine Hall. Levine Live is a podcast that's here to bring you the details on the Levine Scholarship Program. We'll be discussing everything from our experiences digging holes at Knowles to our nerve-wracking experiences at finalist weekend. Be sure to tune in here every week for some heartfelt advice, some funny stories, and a good time. Hey everyone, welcome back to Levine Live. How was everyone's week? Uh, my week was pretty great. It's only the first week, so all we did was just syllabus review and then just like got started with coursework, but nothing too major. Yeah, yeah. my week was pretty good too. Um, pretty chill, like everything has been online since we got back because of COVID, but it's just, honestly, it's a little bit nice to just get like readjusted with like online classes mm-hmm. and again, still this week is pretty easy. So also we got snow this week, so that was really fun. We went outside and played in the snow yesterday. So what about mm-hmm. you? Um, I think it was pretty chill. I, the only thing is, like, in high school, you're just used to, like, one schedule the whole yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And you just get, like, into that habit. So just when I got used to, like, the first semester, the second semester, is like, brand new classes. And the good thing is, like, there's some, like, overlap in where, yeah. they're, where yeah. they're held. So, like, you know how to get there and stuff. But I think it's, like, a nice change. Mm-hmm. And it keeps you on your mm-hmm. toes a little. <laughs> yeah. So this week, we're going to be talking about Knowles, which from the last video, you've heard that Knowles is a requirement that you do right before going into your first year. So we just got back six months ago, but it feels like yesterday. Mm -hmm. So this episode, we're solely talking about Knowles. Yeah, and since that's a requirement for all first-year students, we wanted to give you this special episode just, like, solely dedicated to Knowles because, mm-hmm. like, there's so much to go through. Um, and also, if you guys come to Levine next year, that'll be your first thing that you do with Levine. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is probably a video you're going to be looking back to a lot because we're going to give you advice, tips, um, maybe some funny stories to just kind of get you acclimated because mm-hmm. – when, like, when you're a finalist, it's hard to imagine you at Knowles. Yeah. But it sneaks up on you once you become a <laughs> scholar, for sure. So yeah. everything from boots, like, like breaking yeah. into your boots, and then to actually being in the backcountry and stuff like that. This will be a fun episode, for yeah. sure. So uh, I guess our first thing is, what is Knowles? Um, Knowles stands for the National Outdoor Leadership School, mm-hmm. and it's a 24-day backpacking trip where you will fly from wherever you're from, and you will fly into Denver, Colorado, and drive up to Lander, Wyoming, where you will go, there will be 20 of you guys, about 20 of you guys in your cohort, mm-hmm. and you'll split into two groups of 10, and you'll have two instructors plus a Levine liaison. So um, for our Knowles group, mm-hmm. we had Portia, mm-hmm. who is in the Levine office, go with us, and in the other Knowles group, they had a professor here at UNC Charlotte. Mm-hmm. His name is Eric. Go with them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like the stru- like overview of what Knowles is. And um, yeah, so you guys want to talk about like kind of why we do Knowles. That's like the biggest thing I know mm-hmm. for me when I like heard that we have to do. I'm like, why are they sending <laughs> 20 smart kids into the wilderness yeah. to like fend for ourselves for like 25 days? No, I I definitely like I had trouble <laughs> figuring out why. And I was like... And, like, I think I touched on this last episode where I talked about well-roundedness and just, Mm -hmm. like, building on character and not just your resume and stuff like that. Um, And let me tell you, it pushed character a lot. (laughs) Um, Just because, personally, like, I know Kayla and, like, Daria, like, all three of us don't really hike. Mm -hmm. And we don't really um, do that kind of, like, strenuous, like, exercise, genuinely, like, Mm -hmm. every day for 25 days. And so, like, walking in, I'm sure they, like, you guys felt the same with nervousness and just having to carry your whole life or, like, your whole life for the next 25 days on your back Mm -hmm. um, for how many ever miles a day. So, um, I didn't understand why we'd have to do it. (laughs) I just knew that at the end I would know. Like, I knew that it would take a while to know, but. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, like, now after, like, coming back from the trip and especially, Mm -hmm. like, getting acclimated back into the real world yeah. now i like really understand like why like yeah. yes we were there 25 days we since we were also in covid like our finals weekend was during covid mm-hmm. we didn't even like maybe like make a friend at during finals weekend mm-hmm. that we might have once we got into levine we were just fully virtual the most we did was like in the last like social that we had people were just like what's y'all's instagram right. <laughs> so like i think i followed like five people from like the 70 that were like there Mm -hmm. so like no connections and then somehow like we made like we somehow managed to make an instagram group Mm -hmm. but like the connections that we had you don't really talk about anything you're just just, like we're just asking like 
oh, what do I bring to Knowles? What do I do? Mm-hmm. If, like, if anyone else had, inter- like, a question or something, mm-hmm. that's what we would do for Instagram, and that's how we'd be, like, connected. But then, like, going into Knowles mm-hmm. and, like, staying at Knowles, we all, everyone would be, like, connected in a different way. Right. Like, even hiking, like, hiking every day, most of us, like, made it, like, uh, what is it called? Most of us, like, wanted to, like, talk to someone else new, right. talk to someone yeah. new, so we could have, like, those conversations with them. Mm-hmm. And, like, now coming here, I see, like, why that was important, because, mm-hmm. especially within our 10, like, our 10-person group, right. where we each have, like, a different connection to each person mm-hmm. in the group. Some people are, like, are, like, immediate first callers. Mm-hmm. Some other ones are, like, oh, if I'm having, like, if I'm doing something, I'll just, like, call you right away. Right. Yeah. We know some people are, like, good at this. That's why yeah. we call them for that. So it's, like, we just, like, made so many connections right. in that in those, like, 25 days that I don't think you would make if you, like, came into college without knowing right. anyone. Yeah. Um, for me, I think community was my biggest thing. Like, mm-hmm. when I, like, asked, like, talked to, you know, current scholars while I was, like, in my finalist mm-hmm. weekend and, like, about to go to Knowles, like, I was, like... Just, like, I needed something mm-hmm. to hold on to to, like, yeah. get through that experience. Mm-hmm. And the community is, like, the thing I heard, like, across the board. Like, mm-hmm. developing a community. Like, there's... When you just, like, live in tents with these people right. and, like, dig holes with these people. <laughs> like, and you just... Like, there's something special that just, like, comes out of that. Like, to come to college having 10 people, one, who are, like, your best, fr- like, closest right. friends right. because you were with them through mm-hmm. that. Plus the other 10 from the other cohort who also, like, even though we weren't with them for those, like, 25 days, like, mm-hmm. we just all went through the same experience. Right. So that community that you built is, like, is just something totally different right. than, like, anything else you can get elsewhere. So that was my, that was the thing I hold held on to, like, mm-hmm. in the hard moments at Knowles uh-huh. when I, like when we were, like, trying to walk up this huge mountain, and I'm, like, trying to quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, another thing is, for me, the biggest takeaway was just, like, I think breaking through, like, social barriers. Mm-hmm. Just because, um, like, Daria, you were mentioning how everything was, like, online. And, like, I was just used to, like, a whole year of online. Yeah. Uh-huh. And just, like, talking through a screen or just, like, being able to take back what I say and stuff like that, which works on an online mm-hmm. format. But, like, once you're in the woods with, for 25 days with 10 people, 20 people you never met before, it's, like, a really, like, humbling experience just because yeah. you're, like, okay, there is no way for me to filter myself. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no way. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're either going to like me or you're not, or I'm going to have to, like, change yeah. a few things and stuff like that. So it's, like, it's it's – like worth it in the long run i feel mm-hmm. like in the beginning it was hard <laughs> yeah. but yeah. no especially especially like since we don't have any connection to the world mm-hmm. all we had were us like 13 people so it was mm-hmm. us 10 and then two instructors and our living liaison which was mm-hmm. portia so just us 13 just trying to get to know each other right on yeah. a different level even the instructors didn't know each other yeah. before coming in which was like totally insane as yeah. well <laughs> but like we came in not knowing anyone so either you could go 25 days without talking to anyone if you were online. Mm-hmm. But, like, being in person with not having anyone else right. there, and you can't even, like, connect to your best friend, you can't be like, oh, I don't like this person. Like, you can't, like, rant about anyone. <laughs> the only person you can rant to are the people that are there. Right. So, like, yes, you will have some, like, you will have some downsides, mm-hmm. you will have some arguments, but I feel like you live, going in the backyard and, like, not backyard, but the back <laughs> country, country. Yeah. going in the back country, having those arguments there, you were, we were able to, like, really, like, mature ourselves and, like, go through them on a different level than we would have if we were just came to college. We'd have our phones right. and we'd just be talking and, like, meeting up through them. And I think there's, like, a good part of, like, getting rid or, like, getting rid of arguments and stuff like that then in the summer. And, like, getting to know people in the summer before, like, the stress of school Mm -hmm. and the stress of living together and all Mm -hmm. that comes into play. Just because, like, once you're here, like, once you're you're at Charlotte after Wyoming, it just feels much better. Like, you know how to deal with arguments with certain people. You know how to Mm -hmm. deal with their bad days. Because it's much easier when you have power and when you have accessible (laughs) bathrooms. Um, and there's just a new level of appreciation, which you don't usually get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We always say, like, if you can go through Knowles, you can get through anything, anything. here. <laughs> yeah. I think another kind of, like, thing associated with that and, like, why Knowles mm-hmm. is, like, meeting outside of a place of comfort. I think, like, yeah. even though, like, before I was a finalist and before I went, I didn't really understand it. Like, yeah. I know when I had one of my mentor check-ins, Marissa was the one who asked me, like, oh, like, what setting would you have liked mm-hmm. to meet these people in? And I'm like well like had we met in like an academic setting I 
would have presented myself completely yeah. different. Right. But like meeting and Knowles, it's like it's just you. Like there's no like layers that you can put up, like no mask that you can like wear to like hide your like it's just you and your yeah. personality and you getting to know people, like their authentic selves, which I think is like super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like we are all there with literally nothing. Mm-hmm. We'd have food for seven days, five days, mm-hmm. two pairs of clothes. So me being more prepared than I should have, I brought like a whole closet <laughs> <laughs> knowing that I had to leave more than half of that behind. And then I ended up only taking two shirts, mm-hmm. two pairs of shorts, and then layering if when it got cold and when it didn't get cold. So we're there with literally nothing. Mm-hmm. You don't have anything like you could, like, mm-hmm. yes, you will have like some personal stuff that you bring. So like I brought a small Rubik's Cube. Someone brought a book mm-hmm. to read. So you will have your personal stuff, but you won't be seen in, like, you won't find yourself just, like, going through your personal stuff every single time. Mm-hmm. You have other people there, and that's, like, when you we made, like, the real connections, yeah. which was nice. And then also, like, yes, it's a leadership school, so we did pick up mm-hmm. leadership skills as mm-hmm. well. Um, I think also, like, with, like, leadership skills is one main thing, and also, like, team bonding. Like, again, mm-hmm. like, what we touched on, like, any issue that like comes up like in the backcountry you solve it like basically yeah. in there or within 24 hours mm-hmm. and then now like as soon as you get out like any problem like you learn how to work through problems right. you learn how mm-hmm. to work in teams and get like you I think we like learn how to take care of each other right. like you're only as strong as your weakest link so we all lift everyone up to mm-hmm. get up that mountain <laughs> when we're like summoning and um you know cross those boulder fields mm-hmm. and just like all the different things so I think overall it's just like super important mm-hmm. and that like literally I feel like the community compares to like no like nothing I think could bond us like that. Right. Um, what were like everyone's feelings when they first heard like Knowles was a requirement, like in the informational sessions in Fatless Weekend? Alright. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a little challenging. It was uh, first of all, I've never done any backpacking before. Mm-hmm. Like Yes, I pl- I've played sports. I've gone like uh, gone with my friends to a campsite and stuff like that, and I've picked up my friends from like their Boy Scout backpacking trips. But me personally, I've never went backpacking before, <laughs> so like I was scared. I didn't know what to expect, and my friends were like, "Oh, you'll be fine." Like, so Knowles and Boy Scout like tr- camping trips are are mainly different in the fact that digging uh we don't like and Knowles there was nothing there mm-hmm. like we're actually in the wilderness where there's no like people there's mm-hmm. no nothing so and like I think my friends were talking about oh you'll be fine mm-hmm. and then because like they were talking about oh they had like bathrooms they right. could go to there because they were at campsites right we don't have campsites we only had a campsite when we first entered we make our own campsite yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly but we only had a campsite when we first entered when we got off the bus mm-hmm. that dropped us right before we, like, go walk into the wilderness. Mm-hmm. That was our first campsite. And that we were there for probably 20 minutes just to get water so right. that we could start hiking. And then we were at our campsite when we left the day mm-hmm. before or the bus came to pick us up. Those were the only two times we were at an actual campsite with an mm-hmm. actual bathroom. Other than that, out in the wilderness, mm-hmm. no water, no running water, no nothing. Mm-hmm. No shower, no nothing. Like, nothing there. So I was scared for sure. And me personally, I did not know Levine had we were supposed to go on a Knowles program until I got accepted as a finalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got accepted as a finalist, got to the information yeah. panel, I was like, oh crap. Yeah. I if I get accepted, I have to go there. Right. I, there's no way I can back out. All right. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's like interesting mm-hmm. if I have to go there. Like yeah. I did not think like I would like looking back, like I did not think I was gonna like be here, like mm-hmm. be doing Knowles and like yeah, so that was really interesting. I was definitely concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, thought we were going to be living, like, survivor style, mm-hmm. like, walking, like, nothing. I mean, I thought there was going to be way less civilization than I think there. I mean, it was it was out in the wilderness, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just completely thought we were going to be, like, fending for ourselves, mm-hmm. hunting, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't, doing all types of stuff. But it was <laughs> it was okay. Like, you get through it, and it's not that bad. I remember, like, not processing. I'm like, oh, okay, like, a 25-day backpacking tri- trip. That sounds fine. And I was like you. I was just like, yeah, if I get there. Like, <laughs> that's a problem for future Chengdu. <laughs> and then I, my dad that day was like, oh, like, how was your information session? What is Knowles? And I was like, oh, we could just go on a 25-day backpacking trip. And he's like, you know how big that is? Like, you, you should, like, start walking now. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm still a finalist. <laughs> like, I'm probably not going to go. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, look into it. And, like, we looked into Knowles and we looked into, like, 
the Wind River Range and Lander and stuff like that. And I just remember seeing pictures and seeing how beautiful it was and then realizing I'd have to walk for that beauty. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I was definitely, definitely nervous, but I didn't process it yeah. at all. Yeah. No. And, yeah. One thing was I heard about Knowles and I was like, it's okay if I don't get the scholarship. Like, <laughs> I'd rather stay home, enjoy my summer. But no, now looking back at it, I'm actually happy. Like I went on those. Like even if I didn't get the scholarship, I wish I would like either like not the, maybe not this summer, but another mm-hmm. summer at least would went on a Knowles trip or like okay, some backpacking that. trip. Because like being out in the wilderness was just like a different experience that you like never yeah. would have again. Right. Yeah. I was in between two like um, scholarship programs mm-hmm. before I chose Levine, and like Knowles was definitely in the con column. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, but I again like I'm glad, even though like I think it's also just like a break mm-hmm. from reality. Like going through like 2020, which was stressful, COVID, all of like political mm-hmm. things, like. That was also stressful, mm-hmm. and then that was like just a, a time in my summer, which I've done like things con like activities right. constantly throughout my summers and stuff. That was like a break that I literally had to do nothing but like walk and like eat and survive. Yeah. So yeah. it was even though I did not necessarily want to like go backpacking and walking, mm-hmm. like it was really refresh. Like that was the one good thing that I really appreciated was just like mm-hmm. all I had to do was exist mm-hmm. and yeah. survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what were, like, after you guys accepted the scholarships, how did, like, some of those things change from, like, being a finalist to not, like, oh, that's, like, interesting. Maybe I'll have to do that one day to, like, oh, now I, like, actually have to prepare and go yeah. through that. So, like, once I accepted the scholarship, I was, like, yeah, I'm looking forward to, like, my progression from being nervous slowly changed to, like, looking forward to it, mm-hmm. especially, like, with, like, the current scholars, like, helping mm-hmm. us prepare and everything. Right. Yeah. So, like, I started slowly, like, getting, like, oh, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice. And, like, t- when I was talking to my friends, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, you'll like it. Like, I would, like, they wanted to be on, like, mm-hmm. this. They wanted to do it as well. So I was like, oh, yeah. I'm, like, a f- one of the very few that are being able, able like, to, like, go. go and, like, enjoy this time with, like, no worries, no nothing, just surviving, eating. Sleeping. And it's fully funded. Fully funded. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do, live, eat, sleep. Yeah. And walk. Yeah. But that's all we have to do. So I, I started, like, get like, wanting to go. Mm-hmm. Until, like, a week before Noel's. <laughs> and then I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> no, for me, I didn't, like, I think this is just, like, how I deal with my problem. <laughs> I just, like, ignored it. <laughs> Until my boots were delivered. When I got those boots, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, what did I do? And then my dad took me hiking. Literally the day I got my boots. And it was this really steep hill. And, like, I feel like you have to... Like, build trust with your boots before you do something major. And he's like, just walk. Just walk. And it was really scary. And I was like, I can't. Like, I can't do this with a backpack on my back. And, like, I broke into my boots and I was walking and stuff. I'm just like, 25 days of this? (laughs) Question mark. Um, But, and I think that feeling stayed up until, like, I was on the flight to (laughs) Winder by myself. I was flying for the first time by myself. So I was, like, overly cautious. And then I was the first one there, too. Oh, yeah. So I was just, like, communicating with people, like, hey, I'm here. Einstein bagels. <laughs> right next to Einstein. That did not work out. <laughs> yeah. No, that did not work out. You were terrible uh, with your eyes. <laughs> yeah. um, and so it's just, it was crazy. It's a whirlwind. It sneaks up on you. Yeah. I know for me, like... I kept, like, telling people, like, oh, like, what are you doing for the summer? Mm-hmm. I'm going to UNC Charlotte. And I'm like, well, I'm going on a backpacking yeah, trip yeah, for, yeah. like, 25 days. And they're like, so camping? Hiking? I'm yeah. like, no. Backpacking. Surviving. <laughs> Surviving in the wilderness. So I was also in denial. And, like, every time I went to, like, REI to, like, get my stuff, like, they were like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. Like, yeah. I hope you have a great time. And yeah. I'm like, a great time? Like, I genuinely did not right. think, like, that I would be enjoying, like, mm-hmm. any bit of that. But I think, yeah, I was also still in denial and I think leading up like at the airport like once we got we got to Denver and like I was mm-hmm. on the bus and I was like I still can't believe like this is a joke like yeah. who's gonna like cut the camera right. like where yeah, yeah so I was still in, very much in denial all the way up until we went into that we dropped off like, yeah. we were at the campsite and I would push back everything as much as I could mm-hmm. I knew I was like a pain yeah. for all like Porsche because yeah. like I pushed back ordering my shoes until like I was. I think I was like one of the very last people mm. to order my shoes. Mm. One because 
I also have a pretty big feet, so mm-hmm. that was pretty hard to find. Like, mm-hmm. I went to two REI stores just to get, like, one pair of shoes mm-hmm. that would, like, at least fit me, like, right. try them on. Because I wanted to try on one pair before I could just order a random one mm-hmm. online. Yeah. But, like, I was one of the very last people to order, so I just kept on pushing back. And my mom was like, are you ready? Are you, like, getting ready? Like, are you packing anything? Like, you're going to be gone for 25 days. Like, why aren't you packing? Right. I didn't start packing until, like, two days before mm-hmm. the flight or, like, one day before the flight. And, like, since we also graduated, it was, like, graduation season. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'd also be at graduation parties mm-hmm. not doing anything yeah. <laughs> either. So, I just, like, pushing it back. Like, just like you. Mm-hmm. Future. Future yeah, diary problem. problem. Yeah. Future diary problem. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah, and none of us had any... That was my next question. Like, did anyone have backpacking, hiking, camping, Mm -hmm. Boy Scouts, none of that? No. The most I had was, like, from my, like, temple, Mm -hmm. we had a one-day stay at a campsite. Mm -hmm. But there was no hiking involved. We had food. We all, like, brought food, brought, like, Mm -hmm. straight, like, fresh fruit, bagels, (laughs) cooked. Like, we had utensils and Mm -hmm. everything. Right. It was just a campsite. It was just, like, a place where we went. To a campsite and just sat there so like we could get away from like the real world right, yeah, right. But other than that no nothing yeah, yeah so i mean if you have no experience like <laughs> you'll survive you're, you you'll get through it like We're it's here. hard but you will end up on the other side um so that's good and how did you guys like prepare for knolls like i know one major thing that i heard was like breaking in your boots mm-hmm. um like wearing your clothes as well like like breaking your clothes um mm-hmm. what types of things did you guys do to prepare um one thing i want to like emphasizes breaking in your boots like and you'll get like emails in all caps about breaking in your boots from mm-hmm. Portia and dr z and that's not them being dramatic that's literally them saving your life because especially if you haven't like walked a lot in the past or like hiked a lot it's a real pain once you get to lander that you're carrying this like Wait. 25 pound like backpack on your back and your feet are killing you not 25 Maybe a little bit more. Wait, 50-pound yeah. backpack? Around 50. Yeah. No, no, not 25. <laughs> Double it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you would think walking in, like, your new boots will be fine when you, like, first get mm-hmm. them. So you'd be like, eh, it's fine. That's kind of what I did. <laughs> but don't do that. Because once you put that backpack on, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, crap, my feet are pushing forward. Right. That's why, like, we also, like, they recommend you get, like, a size half up. Half a size up. Yeah, half a size to a size up on your boots as mm-hmm. well. Because when you walk downhill, your feet will push forward, yeah. so you don't stub your toes. You don't, like, get blisters on your toes. So breaking in the boots really works. Also, what I found helpful was I got a pair of soles, like, memory yeah, foam, like, insoles, well. which helped. And then other than that, what I did to prepare was, like, we have – Living Program has a transition team mm-hmm. that will help you, like, not only transition to college, but also, like, into we Knowles. start transitioning into Knowles right. as well. We have you have mentors once you get accepted mm-hmm. that will also like well mine and Kayla so me and Kayla had the same mentor mm-hmm. we got a care package from our mentor yeah with like, like super goodies nice. like um what was it bandanas, like bandanas water flavor mm-hmm. like mints gum mm-hmm. all right just Cookies, like some, a few essentials yeah. and then that's also something else I would recommend make sure you take some powdered flavor water yes yeah. there will be flavor water, water and you will not trail like the spice. taste of it yes just a little bit of trail spice added in there. <laughs> Yeah, so do you want to get into all about Knowles? Yeah. So just... we're going to detail everything that we can for you. <laughs> everything we can remember. <laughs> if you want us to go in-depth, like, day by day, every video, yeah. let us know. We could detail every single yeah. day we had at Knowles. We really, we really could. Yeah, and we'll try to also add some pictures in here as yeah. well, so you can, like... I know that's the biggest thing that helps me, like, actually seeing what, I, like, mm-hmm. everything looks like, what we would be doing um so yeah let's get into it so day one or day zero depending on what you count is airport travel day all right so So, how was the airport for you guys okay so for in-staters so i'm from north carolina so we all all the in-state people go to charlotte and they fly from there because that's Mm -hmm. where Portia will be that's where dr z Mm -hmm. will be for us like we sent we sent off from charlotte they'll send us off so your parents will drive you down here we all get together we got here at like 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. And they, you want to be on time because we are not waiting for anyone. Mm-hmm. We started going. We got there. And then once we got to the uh, like our um, gate, we just chilled out for a bit because we would rather be there early than right. late. So we just chilled out. And then we got to land. Um, no, Colorado. Mm-hmm. So how was it for you guys because you're out-of-staters, though? 
Oh, um, for me, well, my parents both dropped me off at the airport, and I remember, like, the last thing I said to my dad before I left him was, like, crying, this is gonna suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so that was fun, but I just took my flight. I had, I, I'd never, or I'd flown b- alone before, so it wasn't, like, too bad, like, you know, just going through security, and I remember once we got to the airport, you were there first, and then me and Madison, um, mm-hmm. she, we were all roommates, so we had, like, kind of talked before, mm-hmm. um, so we had, like, met at the airport and, like, went, like, mm-hmm. sat around, like, baggage claim or something like that, so not too bad. Yeah, um, for me, it was, like, emotionally charged, where I was, like, okay, so I'm gonna do this, and my mom was, like, bawling, she's, like, no, don't go, and I'm, like, you have no idea, <laughs> like, I will not, don't tempt me, um, and it was just, like, I never flown alone before, um, and, like, I haven't, like, I think took an airplane in however many years, yeah, so, this was COVID too. yeah, so it was nerve-wracking, because, security checks scare me (laughs) but um and like i was carrying this like all this stuff for backpacking so i didn't know how much they would let through yeah Mm -hmm. um and stuff like that so that was really interesting but i got there and i got there first which was kind of a like nice in of itself just because i could pick out where everyone would meet me I wouldn't need to, like, figure out everything when I got there. <laughs> I give okay directions. Um, but, yeah, I think it was... It was... Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay, yeah, okay directions. There. Yeah. Okay. We spent 20 minutes trying to find them. 20 minutes off I, of her direction. I found... Me and Matt yeah. were able to find her. She gave us different directions, no. for sure. <laughs> she said, no, 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 no. She said next to Einstein's bagels. You guys were across Einstein bagels. If you literally three, looked, we had, we had three separate groups. The insiders like split up into groups because like mm-hmm. so. Once we got there, mm-hmm. since we were still waiting on other like out of state people to come in, um, doctors and Portia were like, okay, since you haven't had any like breakfast, because we our plane took off before stores opened mm-hmm. in Charlotte, mm-hmm. so we had we didn't have any breakfast mm-hmm. since four a.m. and we all been up since four a.m. Mm-hmm. So we got off and they were like, okay, if you want any food, go get food right mm-hmm. now. So we all got food, and so we were all separated, like, in, like, our all small groups, like, three to four people. Mm-hmm. So three to four people, like, three to four groups try to find you guys, and none of us could find you for, like, 10 to 15 minutes. Well, listen, <laughs> I feel like if you just looked a little bit around Einstein Bagels, you would have seen three short people yeah. with green shirts on and figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Short. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, after we got everyone into the airport, Mackenzie was the last person. Um, she, she missed her connection. It wasn't her fault, but yeah. After we got everyone, we loaded up on a bus, and we got Subway. That was good. Um, and then we went to Lander for our for six, what, hours. six hours bus mm-hmm. ride. Yeah. The bus ride, let me tell you, was interesting. <laughs> like, I think that was, like, the first time every one of us had, like, our first real conversations with everybody yeah. or whoever we were around. First time meeting everyone, really. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was, it was like, there was the quiet kids and then there were, like, really loud kids and then there was just, it was, it was nice. I yeah. felt like it was a peaceful, like, good environment. And somehow we split up. Kind of according to what our yeah. Noel's group was going to be like, like the 10 and 10 people, mm-hmm. we somehow found a, I don't know how, what we did, but like by accident, seven to six, like seven to eight of us were already in, like our group was already in the back and then mm-hmm. seven to eight of the other group was in the front, front of the seat. Yeah. So it just happened to be like, we already started talking with the mm-hmm. 10 people we were going to be for 25 days. Yeah. And in those six hours, we started counting cows. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I don't know what you guys will do, but we started counting cows. <laughs> it was a long bus ride. We had nothing to do. So we looked outside and there were cows. So yeah. we counted cows. I remember like waking up for a na- from a nap and like everyone was just like outside, like screaming and yelling, like whose side had more cows? And I was like, okay. I mean, there were a lot. Like, I think combined we counted like around 2,000 cows. Yeah, there were a lot. There were like, a we lot. We estimated, but like there were a lot of cows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So after we got to Lander and we got to like the site that we would be staying at, you sleep in tents your first night. Yeah. That's not what I was expecting. Oh, about that. Shower before you fly. Yes. That will be your last shower. Yes. That will be there your last no shower. There is no shower once you get to the basement. <laughs> once you get on the plane, you can't shower anymore until after you come out of your backpacking trip. Yeah. So cherish it while you have it. 
Um, and then oh, so yeah. after we spent the night there, oh, the food at base camp is really good. Yes, mentioned so. the cooks had, are amazing. Yeah. We had pizza the first day because we came in late because they thought we were gonna get dinner before mm-hmm. but then since we came in late we couldn't get dinner mm-hmm. so we only had pizza the first night like the mm-hmm. first night we were there but in the morning we, well first we got there mm-hmm. we they started debriefing us about no so like mm-hmm. we all sat in a big group and all four of the instructors because there's gonna be four um they just started talking about no introduced mm-hmm. themselves and then we split up into the 10 people mm-hmm. our 10 groups who, who like the two groups of 10 that we we're gonna be with mm-hmm. that night and then we went to sleep Kayla was in my first tent group. Yeah. She was insanely quiet. <laughs> and insanely closed up and you could tell she hated it. <laughs> I did. I was not having a great day. Oh, and that next morning I woke up and my like eye was randomly swollen. I think I got a mosquito bite. Oh, there's a lot of mosquitoes, so like oh, yeah. just like mentally preparing. Mosquito nets are hideous, but they, they will save your life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I know I did not want to be there particularly. Um, and yeah, I was like, if you're quiet, like, I mean, I was pretty closed off like the first couple of days, mm-hmm. but you just get used, like, yeah, like I think someone said 24 hours in the back country is like one month or like one week or something yeah. like that in the front country. So you just like, after three days of that, like best friends, yeah, like, yeah. not quiet at all. It's the least yeah. sleeping over at your friend's house yeah. for 25 days. Right. right. <laughs> Sharing like a 10 by 10 tent. Yeah. <laughs> so... so some of us were, so since COVID was dying down, we were able to sleep in tents with the regular amount of people. Mm-hmm. So like three to four people per mm-hmm. group, which was nice. Yeah. And then since, so after we slept that first day, then we woke up, mm-hmm. um, my tent group, like, so in, on the bus, me and a few like other guys got close. So we woke up early and we were like, okay, let's play some games. So right. they had like, we had a Frisbee. We started tossing Frisbee until like breakfast was ready and everything mm-hmm. like that. And then everyone else woke up, and then we started talking to them for a little bit, and then breakfast came out. Mm-hmm. Breakfast was amazing. Yes, Enjoy so base camp food <laughs> while you can. When you don't have to cook for yourself. Mm, Enjoy so it. nice. Yeah. I, I knew it was going to be a long month, but it would be fun when I think it was the first night I talked to you, mm-hmm. where we were writing in our journals. Everybody bring a journal. Yes. <laughs> bring a journal and write down, no matter how painful it is, <laughs> what the day consisted of, because you will look back at it for mm-hmm. sure. Or any um, thoughts. Yeah, so we were at base camp, and I was like, okay, so I'm going to the, like, backcountry tomorrow, <laughs> and I was, like, writing stuff down, and um, I was talking to Daria for the first time, and, like, there was, like, dead mosquitoes on my page. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there was bugs everywhere. There was no light. So, and we had our phones for that yeah. night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Technically, um, they were supposed to take our phones, mm-hmm. but since service was bad and everything, yeah. we weren't able to call our parents. Yeah. So they are like, okay, we'll give the... We'll let you have your phones mm-hmm. for another day. Also, because none of us had, like, night lights yeah. then. So they were like, okay, you can use a phone as a flashlight right. until you get a night light. A headlamp. A headlamp, yeah. Because yeah. there's absolutely no light. Yeah. It, it's pitch black. <laughs> um, so but, then the next day was when we got all of our gear and mm-hmm. we went to, um, what was that, ASI? ASI, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, we went to ASI to get all of our gear. So mm-hmm. you'll get your backpack and you're just like throwing pants and mm-hmm. like jackets and all of your different things that you need mm-hmm. into your backpack. And mm-hmm. then you'll go back to like, we went back to the camp that Base we Base camp, yeah. Um, and that was fun. We learned how to pack a backpack mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just Keep like hygiene. all the things that yeah. you needed to do to like live and survive in the mm-hmm. backcountry, which was fun. Yeah, one thing for sure, though, is to, like, don't be shy with what you need. If you know you want something or you feel like you'll need it in the backcountry, just buy it. Like, buy it if you don't have it or, like, ask for it or ask about it. Like, your experience at ASI will be the last time they can easily access stuff for you. Yeah. And you can easily access stuff for yourself and you're going to need that. Like you can always be like, oh no, I'll brave it through. But twenty five days in the backcountry is a lot longer than you think. Yeah. yeah. So like before we even got our stuff yeah. that morning after breakfast, we all sat with the stuff that we brought mm-hmm. from home mm-hmm. and our instructors went through and said, You'll need this. Right. You could take this if you want mm-hmm. and don't bring this at all. Yeah. So we went through our stuff and then they separated it out. And then we just had, like, talk with them, seeing, mm-hmm. oh, if I want to bring this, can I? Mm-hmm. Do I need to bring this? So, like, make sure you have, like, a good connect, uh, conversation with your instructor mm-hmm. to, um, like, know what you want, what you need. And then once we got to ASI, they took the list from our instructors and said, oh, you have this, so you won't right. need this. Mm-hmm. And then they will supply you with the stuff that you still need. 
And at ASI, they split us up into groups to, like, to help them out. Mm-hmm. We were also split up into groups so we could help them, like, prepare our re-rations. Mm-hmm. So, some, like, our group made, like, we would um, put food in bags so mm-hmm. they could, when re-rations comes, they could just bring those bags to us. Mm-hmm. And at that time, if you want to buy something, buy it. Because that's the only food you will be able to, like, take from there. Because mm-hmm. you, if you want chocolate, buy it from there. Mm-hmm. If you want any, like food t- um, flavoring tablets buy it from there mm-hmm. and i think like that should ease your worries about packing because i remember just how anxious i was when i was packing for mm-hmm. lander because i never we like i've never packed before so i didn't know what i needed so just like pack what you can and pack what you have you will usually be able to take care of it over yeah. there because you'll have that conversation with your instructor mm-hmm. they'll go through what you have and make sure you will have everything that you need to be successful in your 25 days so rest reassured with that and then like re-ration i remember my biggest regret was being a little shy with that so like i packed like an occasional like pack of trolley gummies and stuff mm-hmm. like that um and just like I wasn't as stingy as I should have been <laughs> because those trolley gummies, like once you get those re-ration on, on those 25 days, taste heavenly yeah. and will be like the highlight of your day. Yeah. So, um, and like, just make sure that with your re-ration bag, stuff it, like get everything yeah. that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a female feminine hygiene products, yeah. don't be shy with those. No, like so- have <laughs> a lot of them. And like your instructor should have them yeah. with them if you like run out so like but like have your own just mm-hmm. for yeah. sure don't be um like stingy with your packing at all just like pack as much as you can they will tell you to take stuff out yeah. if there's too much but until they do push your just, limits yeah. <laughs> yeah because you're gonna want them and you're gonna need them and also another thing i miss a lot fresh fruit during the whole thing because we only got that re-ration yeah. so if Dry you fruit. like fruit pack dry fruit or pack like fruit flavored stuff, mm. or there's like hard candies that you can suck on that taste Jolly like Ranchers fruit. Yeah, or something yes. like that. Yeah, Jolly Ranchers. That was my trail name, Happy <laughs> Farmer. That's what our instructor <laughs> um, called me. Yeah. So yeah, I think with me, I'm like a pretty picky eater. I don't think yeah. I realized that until I got to school. <laughs> but um, yeah, like if there are things that you like, like be cautious because mm. like you have to everything that you bring, you have, you have to, to carry. 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 Yeah. But also like it's like food is gonna dwindle and you're gonna eat it. Right. So like as like a, like Jolly Ranchers though, it's gonna be gone in a day. Right. So yeah, kind of like it's it's definitely a delicate balance between like packing enough stuff so that mm-hmm. you're happy and like you have food that you can eat because mm-hmm. um, you have to eat. Like walking yeah. twenty five days, you have to like sustain your body and stuff, but also don't overpack. And like again, the instructors will tell you if you're overpacking. So, so. going into food, so yeah. after we packed our bags and after mm-hmm. we got our stuff, we came back from ASI. Mm-hmm. Then we got split into our cook groups, mm-hmm. and in our cook groups, so. Each person has their own restrictions. Mm-hmm. In our like group of ten, we had four vegetarians, mm-hmm. and I think, and then um like lactose intolerant. Not no. in our group of ten, but like uh, yeah. but, oh, in in everyone. In everyone, there's like there's one person who's a vegan. Mm-hmm. There's another person who had a lot of like restrictions. Mm-hmm. And Knowles like makes sure that they yeah. provide for your restrictions. You'll so, have food. You'll have food. <laughs> yeah, you'll have food. So. We in cook groups we'd get you'd have the shared collective mm-hmm. cook group food like cheese, mm-hmm. pasta, and like all purpose flour and all mm-hmm. stuff like that. But also you have your personal snacks. Mm-hmm. That's like trail mix, other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they provide so if you're a vegetarian, they will s- replace like the sauce so- summer sauces right, that you yeah. guys would have or some other like um non veg alternative with the vegetarian alternative. Mm-hmm. So they provide for your restrictions. So that was really nice. Yeah. And I remember, so like, I think the first ration period, all the vegetarians in our group were put in a cook group together just to make it easier so we could get used to cooking in cook groups. Um, And it was nice because like we could just like whip up a pasta and everybody could eat it. And like people who could eat meat could add in their summer sausage whenever Mm -hmm. they want and they wouldn't have to worry about it. But like once you progress, we they change up the cook groups. groups. Yeah. So there's like one vegetarian each cook group. So then you have to start like once you get more familiar with the people, you have to start. Like, um being considered yeah. Yeah. And, like other diet like i feel like half the time i just like ate vegetarian anyways because yeah. it was easier but it is good to like okay like these are the needs of my team and right. this is yeah. what i have to do in order to like accommodate that and right. like work with you know whatever dietary restrictions that 
I mean, mm-hmm. the people who yeah. is in your cook group. Have well, to like, the main them. reason why they do it is like because in the future you don't know who you're gonna be with. Mm-hmm. Right. You might have to like live with them with the dietary mm-hmm. restrictions, or you might have to cook for someone mm-hmm. who has those dietary restrictions restrictions so it just like helps out Mm -hmm. when you start doing it like when you're younger i guess so even after that Mm -hmm. then we learned like learned how to like get our food how we're Mm going to be preparing it and then we split it up Mm -hmm. we split up our food according to like who wants to carry what and Mm -hmm. then then they'll tell you like how to like split up your food Mm -hmm. how to pack it well and everything like that Mm -hmm. which was nice and then with cooking in the backcountry, it's different where we wouldn't have a hot lunch. Mm-hmm. We would, because we're walking during that time. Right. So we would wake up, cook breakfast, mm-hmm. then we'd split up into our like hiking groups. Mm-hmm. We'd start hiking, and for lunch, what we what we what we would do was either if we cooked an extra like ex leftover like breakfast, we just pack that for lunch, mm-hmm. or we just use the trail snacks that we yeah. have. Yeah, and so like in the ten groups we're split into two groups of 10 and then we don't see the other 10 for 25 days but in your 10 you have hiking groups so every day or like every other day they switch it up Mm -hmm. to like groups of like three and four and that way because there's two instructors and then one liaison so there's like enough to split us up into even smaller groups to get to know each other even better um and have like one-on-one like lesson learning time with the instructors and hiking group and you actually do have like lessons which like kind of is underestimated because you don't realize it's an actual like school experience um but it's really neat and then yeah yeah lessons out in the backcountry are not like classes like lectures yeah Yeah. they're actually like kind of fun and like actually like informative like Mm -hmm. some of the things we talked about was like um native american like land and Mm -hmm. land allocation Mm -hmm. and land acknowledgements and stuff Mm -hmm. like that um, like different leadership type of um, lessons that we did um, so yeah everything out there was like pretty interesting uh, kind of circling back to food what was you guys's best meal and what was the worst meal and also who cooked it okay if you want to uh, put them out there <laughs> okay, okay, okay. so i won't say like who cooked it especially for the worst meal i wouldn't say that but like the best meal was from our cook like from the student's point of view i think the best meal was once when we had pasta after a long day mm-hmm. and our caramel pancakes. Mm-hmm. So we did get birthday cake mix and we also had brownie mix, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So we would we would not bake, but like kind of bake them into pancakes. Yeah. So we had pan instead of like regular like brownie brownies that we would mm-hmm. eat, we just make them into pancakes. Those are really good. Anytime we had pancakes, they were amazing. Yeah. And like one of our other like um cohort members mm-hmm. would had like small like cube caramel mm-hmm. that you'd carry. Mm-hmm. So he gave them to us to put them in the pancakes and they tasted heavenly. Mm-hmm. They were so yeah. good. I feel like that was the best meal. But then if we're talking about best meal like in the whole twenty five day trip I think it was when, when like, af- when the instructors cooked for us. Yeah. There was one super long day, day three. If you talk to any of us, like, when you're here, the, we, someone the, will the talk fresh, about day yeah, three. Yeah, the class of 2025. Day, day three. three. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that day was super long. We didn't get to camp. It was, like, an on accident. We didn't get to camp until, like, 8 o'clock at night or something like that. It was dark. Yeah, it was dark by the time we got there. And instead of, like, all of us, like, still, like, trying to, like, set up the stove and set everything up, the instructors cooked for us that day. And me knew soup. Like, oh my God. that was so good. Like, soup, so quesadillas. Good. It was, like, cold. So you're, like, holding this mm. warm bowl with a quesadilla. Mm-hmm. That was... The best yeah. meal that I think I've had. It was so funny because all of us were just like silent. It was like pinned up. <laughs> and everyone was just eating. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like. Just be like, try more? Yeah. Try more? Yeah. Try more? yeah. <laughs> For sure. For me, I think the best meal was. There's two things that I love in life. It's Indian food and Taco Bell. And so there was actually two best meals. There's one day we actually got like refried beans. And we made quesadillas with like the refried beans. And it tasted Jeez. like. Yeah, Taco Bell, and it was a really good day. But then there was this other day where I was missing my mom's food, and we had packets. We got, like, the ready-made packets of, like, curry. Mm-hmm. And I made rice, like, fried rice, and had it with curry, and it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. And then my last memorable meal was probably on our, um, like, ISGE. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was just me, Micah, Kay, or um, Mackenzie, uh-huh. Um, and Annabeth, and it was just us four, and Micah cooked 
the best cornbread and chili. Uh-huh. It was so good. And, like, he could actually, like, take time to cook it and stuff because yeah. we were, like, already at camp. And we had the day to ourselves. And we had a long day the next day. So it was it was so good. Yeah. So, like, I know we talked about, like, what our day entails. But, like, starting from, like, the beginning, do any of you want to like, talk about, like, when since we wake up to, like, when we go to sleep, like, what usually our day would entail in those 25 days? Yeah. So... Um, most of the day, like, the timing may have, like, been different, Mm -hmm. but, like, most generally, like, you would, first the cooks get up, and Mm -hmm. that may be, like, sometimes 6.30 if you have, like, a longer day, Mm -hmm. which even though it sounds early, like, once you're going to bed at, like, 11, 10, 11 o'clock, so it's really not too bad, um, so cooks may get up at, like, 6.30, um, in the kitchen so they can start breakfast for Mm -hmm. everyone, and then everyone else needs to get up and, like, have the tents and stuff taken Mm -hmm. down, just say 7, for example, Mm -hmm. so then, um, everyone's kind of, like, in the kitchen you're making the food some people are helping out um you can you know go do whatever you need to do um for yeah while breakfast is being made and then Mm -hmm. you're making breakfast and then after that you would go to um start packing your bags Mm -hmm. once um everything is good and maybe you might have a lesson in the beginning but sometimes Mm -hmm. you just pack your bags and then you split up into groups and then you go yeah and then you just like spend the day hiking chilling out um I, like there's different roles that you have in your yeah. groups which like that helps you keep like be engaged mm-hmm. during your hiking trip and then you get to camp and you I think the best part was when we could explode yeah. and just take yeah. everything out change into your pajamas sit down like hang out um yeah. debrief and eat and just go to sleep and the sleeping bags become really cozy after like yeah. the third day even though you're sleeping on rocks on the yeah. it's fine yeah. so after we get to camp like you said we'd explode so some people would split up make tents yeah the cooks of that the cooks at that night would make um the food for everyone mm-hmm. you'd have a debrief meeting with just your hiking group so like mm-hmm. that small group of five that you hiked with you'd have your debriefing meeting and then after dinner mm-hmm. what our group did or like i think most yeah, most knows groups do most knows groups do them. Mm-hmm. But what our group did was have an evening meeting. Mm-hmm. This is where we all like all ten of us got together, thirteen, mm-hmm. ten students and the three other um instructors and mm-hmm. liaison would get together and we just talk about a day, like what went well, what we thought we could do differently. Mm-hmm. We might play a game, we might like talk about nature, mm-hmm. what we learned. Mm-hmm. We might also have another lesson at this time mm-hmm. if we like, couldn't get to it in the morning or mm-hmm. we couldn't get to it right after we exploded. Mm-hmm. And then we just like send end off the day mm-hmm. with like what we're gonna what's the plan for the next day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we have a challenge for the next class. I think something to make it bearable, right? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. what, what okay. we did was I don't know how it started. It started even before we got into the background. Yeah. This, I feel like this was our like I don't know like break the ice kind of, oh, kind yeah. of thing. I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we got to that country. Mimi was like, so Mimi and Marissa were our instructors, but Mimi was like, um, having like a goal of like a thousand miles, like not a thousand, like a hundred <laughs> miles yeah. might like, it's not healthy. Yeah. So we we're like, let's change it to how many poops we can do it. <laughs> Tallies. Tallies. So we we're like, okay, reasonable one person poops one time a day for like 23, 23 days. Yeah. So our goal was 286. Yeah. That's like the max. That's not the max, but that was max. Like, that was the average. Goal. If one person pooped a day mm-hmm. for for thirteen people, that'd yeah. be two hundred eighty six. Holes dug. That was, yeah, holes dug. Yeah. And we got to two hundred fifty three. Yeah, yeah, two fifty two tallies. Yeah. yeah. So our challenge for the next class. This sounds weird, but like when you're out there, you'll understand. Yeah. Yeah. Like count up how many tallies. tallies. Yeah, and if you have Mino as your instructor, he will make you. Yeah. Yeah, he will make you. <laughs> Evening meeting was okay. It was, everyone, yeah. everyone tallies, hold them up. Hold them up. up. Yeah, um, so that was fun. Evening meeting. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, and you think this is like weird and yeah. anything, but everything is out off the table. Yeah, yeah. In the background, everything's <laughs> off the table. No conversation is no. too personal. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's personal. No. Uh, yeah, evening meeting was like the best. Like part, part of, of my day, day. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's like where you get to unwind. Our group, I don't know how. Like I'm pretty sure I was the first acronym, but we would yeah. like we started with gamut. It's that like one of the instructors, like that's what like Their each letter started is, yeah. with like a different part of the day, and then we just started doing like people's names. Mm-hmm. So I think I was the first name somehow. Yeah. Um, and we would like it was basically the same principles. Mm-hmm. Like we would do like um things that we appreciated about mm-hmm. each other, things you wanted to own up to, tallies, which was mm-hmm. very important, mm-hmm. plan for tomorrow, like. 
all of those different yeah. things, but we made acronyms for um, each different day. So that was like also really fun. Yeah. So if you can make evening meeting fun, like yeah, it was just like the small things that we did to yeah. make everything like every aspect of our journey fun. Yeah, like tallies, yes, seemed weird. <laughs> But it was fun. Yeah. We would be like, oh, we got like 13 today. Let's go. <laughs> Can we do this tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, we're only like 200 away. Like yeah. in the very beginning. We're like, oh, we're already like 50 down. Yeah. So it's weird, but do it. It's fun. <laughs> um, and I, me saying that says a lot. Yeah. Because I was extremely uncomfortable going to the bathroom in the backcountry. But you'll survive. <laughs> yeah. So with like being out in the back country, mm-hmm. we also picked up on a lot of, like, wilderness skills. Mm-hmm. We started off, like, very, like, so, um, Knowles is there to, like, prepare us mm-hmm. to, like, learn more, like, we learn everything about the back country as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So, um, what we did was, we'd have classes, and the whole trip, of whole point of Knowles was, first, we start off with instructors, mm-hmm. then the instructors will, like, slowly, like, ease off and let you like navigate through mm-hmm. the um through your destin to your destination on your own mm-hmm. and then the very last like the last two days what our group did was fully known instructors the instructors mm-hmm. left before we did mm-hmm. and just went all the way to our final destination site two days in advance and they left us there we split up into two groups again mm-hmm. but it was we were left to like Walk, navigate, and do everything by ourselves for living for a whole day on our own Mm -hmm. and then half a day the next day. Right. So through our 23-day course, we would learn skills like setting up a tent, um, setting up a stove, reading a map, and just Mm -hmm. each class would prepare us more and more to be independent. independent. Yeah. Yeah, so the the end goal, so during the last few days of your expedition – if you earn it and if your group is, like, skilled enough, they will let you go on, like, ISGT and ISGE, which is what Daria just talked about. Yeah. Just being split into groups of just, like, the students. You don't mm-hmm. have an instructor with you. The instructors will travel to wherever before you do. Before or after, um, yeah. Before or after. Um, and they will meet you there. Mm-hmm. But um, it's up to you and your group to get there by yourself. So that includes setting up camp, mm-hmm. staying by yourself a night. Mm-hmm. That includes, like, making yourself food. And that includes staying on track and getting yeah. there. Getting on time. Yeah. yeah. And if not, if you don't get there, then having other plans mm-hmm. for you to get there some mm-hmm. other way. Then on the next day, maybe right. it might be like, oh, we're going to have to wake up even earlier right. and walk a little bit more. Yeah. Right. Um, and just, like, basic first aid, yeah. basic... Um, like wilderness skills, like compass reading, map reading, um, and stuff like that, which is, I think, it's such a useful skill to yeah. have. Yeah. Like, regardless of when you'll use it, it's useful. <laughs> it's just so interesting. Like, I know, like, the first couple of days when they said, like, oh, yeah, like, you yeah. can spend the night alone. I was like, not me. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah not us. Like, how are we going to do that? Mm-hmm. But, like, you really do learn so much, and it's, like, gradual. Like, you'll have to... Like, the first day, you learn how to put a tent mm-hmm. up, so... And then everyone learns how to put a tent up, and you learn how to do the stove. Like, you just gradually become more mm-hmm. and more independent, mm-hmm. and it's, like, crazy the skills, like, that I have now compared mm-hmm. to, like, before I came. Like, again, never yeah. doing anything um, related to, like, the wilderness, and now, like, right. we were able to function independently on our own for, like, a whole night, so... And yeah. survive. All right, I think that's going to wrap it up for today's Knowles episode. Make sure you tune in for our next very special Knowles episode as well. This was Sila, Daria, and Chen Lu live from Levine Hall. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.